Hello and welcome to today's podcast. I'm your host, Pastor Larry Diggs. Man, what a privilege it is to be able to spend more time together, to be able to uh, seek God's face uh, before we seek his hand. We got an awesome topic to talk about. This is going to more than likely turn into a series because we won't be able to get through all of it today. But we want to talk by way of this question to you. Are you satisfied with your prayer life? Are you satisfied with your prayer life? One of the most important things a Christian can do uh, each and every day is to pray. The Bible teaches us that men are to always pray and faint not. See, we get strength when we, the more we talk to God and the more we see God's face. And it's so important because, see, the word of God shows us that God is constantly speaking to us. Truth to the matter is, every time you open up the Bible, the Bible is already in conversation. We have the privilege to join in that conversation. What great way for us to know how and to learn how to do this is by praying the scriptures. Inspired by Matthew 6 and also Luke 11, the word of God shows us through the teachings of Jesus Christ as he, taught, as he taught his disciples how to pray to the Father. Now notice every time Jesus prayed in the Bible that he always started his prayer by speaking directly to the Father. He didn't ask for anything before he acknowledged and addressed the Father who, in, who is in heaven. And that's how he told his disciples how to pray. We're going to see in Matthew 6 how he started off talking about how not to pray. You know, there were many um, that were pretenders back in those days who loved to stand in the synagogue, who loved to stand on the street corner to draw attention to themselves. You see, Jesus said that when they do that, that's their reward. He often mentioned that there's time that when we have private prayer to go into an inner room, into a, a place that we would probably call it closet. Some scripture translation actually say closet and pray, close the door. Because when you go into that place of prayer that's designated, that place that's quiet, that is not filled with distractions, we see something that the scripture reveals to us in verse 6 in Matthew, that the Father, who is in secret, he's there. He sees in secret. And God, who's in the secret place, who sees in the secret place, he will reward you open. And that's special. He's the one-person audience that our focus has to be on. It's not about impressing others. But it's about reverencing God. It's about responding to him. It's about making a request and being in the readiness. And that's the powerful model, a perfect fitting pattern that God has showed us how to pray. And that's how Jesus talked to the disciples about praying. 
one thing we, we see that helps us to, to really get an understanding about this and why it's important to do it this way is we don't have to start our prayers off by asking God for anything. If you listen to a lot of our prayers, it's, it usually starts off with asking, you know, demanding. Some people will, will just pretty much order God to give them this and do this and do that and remind him what he said in his word. So yes, he says, ask and you shall receive, no doubt. That's what Matthew 7, 7 talks about. Jesus is showing a model before we get to the asking. Let's first get to acknowledging who God is. Can you imagine having a child that every time he or she, uh, she sees you, instead of greeting you, acknowledging you, this asking you for something. How about saying hello first? How about saying good morning, good afternoon? You know, knowing how to acknowledge the one that is blessing you. And that's what Jesus is showing his disciples. He says, when you pray in verse 9, uh, he says, in this manner, pray. Our Father. See that right there? Our Father. Our Father. He's talking to the disciples. This speaks clearly about a corporate style prayer. A prayer when you have a body of believers that will come together on one accord seeking our Father together. And then he says, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Holy be your name. His name is his reputation. It's at the name of Jesus Christ we are saved. It's based on his powerful reputation we are saved. And this scripture reveals to us where our Father is, and it also helps us to have an understanding about his name. And that's what Jesus taught his disciples. The focus was on the Father first. The focus was to reverence the Father, to acknowledge the Father, to give praise to the Father. You see, that's the focus. The focus doesn't start on us or on things or on our request, but we, we seek his face before we seek his hands. And it's clear, it's clear, it's taught by Jesus, the master who used this model of prayer. Every time he prayed, he started off with Father. And so that's what we're encouraged to do. This is what we're taught to do. This is what we're commanded to do in scriptures. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. That's reverencing God. And so what would that look like when you think about, you can pull from even this passage right here, this part of the text. The Bible reveals to us through the teachings of Jesus Christ that our Father in heaven has a holy name. So Father, we praise you because your name is holy. Hallelujah, we praise you because you are our heavenly Father. Father, in the name of Jesus, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, we thank you that your name is above all other names. You see, that's powerful. 
that we spend time giving reverence to God, the Father. Father, I praise you that your word reminds us that you are our creator, that you are faithful, that you are a redeemer, that you love the world so much that you have given us your only begotten son. Father, in Jesus' name. See, we are focusing on what, what the Father, who the Father is, where he is, and we see how, how powerful the reverence of God is. The focus is on him. Man, it's, just, it's, it's a whole different mindset. We're seeking him. And so when we, when we look at the scriptures, it's, a, it's an understanding that, we, that we're teaching uh, uh, members here at our church, as a matter of fact, that when you open the word of God, it's scripture feed. Scripture fed, spirit led, worship based prayer. And we're praying the word of God. And that's powerful to use God's words to have conversation that's already in conversation. And we get to join the conversation to worship God because he's our creator, because he's our provider, because he's our healer, because he hears and answers our prayers. He's sovereign. He's omniscient. As a, as a pastor said in verse 8, that he knows the things we have need of before we ask. That's the sovereign power of God. That's why we don't have to start off by asking him because he already knows. We start off by acknowledging him for being the one that is worthy. Father, thank you that you're directing my path. And because you direct my path, hallelujah, I will trust you. See, he's trustworthy. He's faithful. He's just. He's awesome. Hallelujah. And so this is beautiful. So I want to encourage you today. And as you think about your own prayer life and you want to get better, I want to encourage you to really look at how, the, how this model lays out. There's four parts to it. The first part is what we talked about today. We talked about how it, to reverence God, to acknowledge him. And when you look at the scriptures, it's like, all right, what does this passage say about God? What does it say about his attributes? What does it say about his character? And when the Bible reveals his character, his attributes, or who God is, we can worship him. Father, we praise you that your name is holy. Hallelujah. What a way to start our prayers off. Lord, Father, because your name is holy, we worship you. The focus is on the Father. And there's three other parts to this, this model that Jesus told the disciples. We're going to walk through the Lord's Prayer. We're going to walk through step by step, and you'll see all four parts of this, this pattern. And it, it's, it's powerful because we, we reverence God. We're going to, then we're going to respond to God. Then we make a request. And then we know that we're, we're going in the readiness, you see. And we're going to walk through this in the next couple of podcasts. And I... I pray that you'll just take time and just pause it and learn this for yourselves and teach this 
to your men, to your women, to your children. You know, families can pray like this. Father, in Jesus' name, we praise you that you have protected us through this day. You see, that this is, Father, in Jesus' name, we worship you because you are the king of glory. You see, you're, we're, we're reverencing God. We're, we're, we're acknowledging him for who he is. This is how Jesus taught his disciples. Pray like this. Why, Jesus, if you ask Jesus that question? Because that's how he prayed. And then when you look at every prayer Jesus prayed in the, in the Bible, his prayers were answered. Hallelujah. And so we thank God today for the privilege of allowing us to see, to see this powerful teaching. And I pray that the Holy Spirit will illuminate your, your minds, give you a heart of being receptive to this truth. He is worthy, church. He is worthy people of God. He is worthy man of God, woman of God child of God. Hallelujah. He is so worthy and we are needy. We cannot do anything apart from him. And so let our focus be on our father. And this is our public way of praying. If you was in your own private way, in your own private closet, in your room, your inner room, you can say my father. You see, you can make it personal. But start with the Father. Start with him, the God who created you. Hallelujah. Because you created me, Father, I praise you. You see how the word, you're praying the word of God, you're, you acknowledge him, you're reverencing him for, what, for who he is. You see, his name is holy. He is, listen, he has the most powerful reputation in all the earth. That's, that's, that's wonderful. And who is he? He's our father. Where is he? In heaven. Glory to God. And he's in your hearts today. This God who we're reverencing is the one who sent his son Jesus Christ through 42 generations. And he says how much, and he showed how much he loves the world. And whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. And I pray that you know him. You know what he's done for you. You know how viable you are. And because you're trusting him today, you will not succumb to the lies from the enemy. You will not be distracted by the wickedness that is permeating all throughout this land. That you will be the man of God, the woman of God, that you will stand in the strength of God because we are the church of God, the people who God called by his name. And so I want to encourage you. I want to encourage you, man. I want to encourage you, women, and, and the people of God 
to continue to trust God and stay in prayer. Learn this worship-based prayer model and seek God's face before you seek his hand. God bless you. I pray you were encouraged, and uh, I pray that this, this really strengthened you in the sense of, man, I want to get to get to know God better. I want to join this conversation by praying God's word. And uh, God speaks very powerful because he is true to his word. Every word of God is pure. And he is a shield to those who put their trust in him. God bless you. I pray you have a powerful weekend in the Lord. And I pray that you'll be faithful in your tithes and offerings, giving it to God. And I pray that you are committed to a local church because God has called his people in days like this to be the church that your lights will be seen before men, that they'll see your good works and that our heavenly father will be glorified. God bless you. Keep sharing Jesus. Keep making disciples. Keep worshiping God in spirit and in truth. Until we see each other again, to God be the glory. Goodbye for now.